July 14th, Romans chapter 2, verses 1 through 24. You may be saying, what terrible people you have been talking about. But you are just as bad, and you have no excuse. When you say they are wicked and should be punished, you are condemning yourself, for you do these very same things. And we know that God, in His justice, will punish anyone who does such things. Do you think that God will judge and condemn others for doing them and not judge you when you do them too? Don't you realize how kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Or don't you care? Can't you see how kind He has been in giving you time to turn from your sin? But no, you won't listen. So you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself because of your stubbornness in refusing to turn from your sin. For there is going to come a day of judgment when God, the just judge of all the world, will judge all people according to what they have done. He will give eternal life to those who persist in doing what is good, seeking after the glory and honor and immortality that God offers. But He will pour out His anger and wrath on those who live for themselves, who refuse to obey the truth and practice evil deeds. There will be trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on sinning, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. But there will be glory and honor and peace from God for all who do good, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. God will punish the Gentiles when they sin, even though they never had God's written law. And He will punish the Jews when they sin, for they do have the law. For it is not merely knowing the law that brings God's approval. Those who obey the law will be declared right in God's sight, even when Gentiles, who do not have God's written law, instinctively follow what the law says. They show that in their hearts they know right from wrong. They demonstrate that God's law is written within them, for their own consciences either accuse them or tell them they are doing what is right. The day will surely come when God, by Jesus Christ, will judge everyone's secret life. This is my message. If you are a Jew, you are relying on God's law for your special relationship with Him. You boast that all is well between yourself and God. Yes, you know what He wants. You know right from wrong because you have been taught His law. You are convinced that you are a guide for the blind and a beacon light for people who are lost in darkness without God. You think you can instruct the ignorant and teach children the ways of God. For you are certain that in God's law you have complete knowledge and truth. Well, then, if you teach others, why don't you teach yourself? You tell others not to steal, but do you steal? You say it is wrong to commit adultery, but do you do it? You condemn idolatry, but do you steal from pagan temples? You are so proud of knowing the law, but you dishonor God by breaking it. No wonder the scriptures say, The world blasphemes the name of God because of you. This is Narayan phasing up from 2 to 3 and I just wanted to share some things that's happened in my life since I've come into the refuge. As most of you know, um, this is my third time here and each time I've gotten released from here I thought for sure I had everything I needed to uh, 
live a fruitful life on my own and soon found out that that on my own part didn't work and that uh, I needed community um, over the last I would say seven or eight months going back to about December I got into an infected batch of fentanyl and I had an infection growing in me that almost killed me um, they ended up cutting my uh, spine open and I had they had to shave some of my vertebrae off and um, it took about five or six weeks to heal from that uh, still bothers me a little bit but um, the surgeon stood in front of me and said if you decide to use IV drugs again without a doubt you'll be dead in less than two years and it I want to say it scared me but uh, within five or six weeks I was back at it and uh, right before I came in here my world just got super small things were getting very strange uh, I can't really explain it very well but um, I had a conversation with my sister and she just broke down crying and said please go and get help so uh, I reached back out to somebody at the refuge and they were nice enough to accept me here again so some some things that have happened differently this time what's been different for me now is this has been a complete journey of faith and endurance and I've really taken the time to, my main mission was to find out why it was that I had my family, car, a great career, money in the bank and that wasn't good enough and I still sabotaged it um, no matter how hard I tried to make it. Through prayer and through uh, sharing my story with my some close brothers of mine, I believe through revelation, I believe that God talks to us through people. So I uh, was fairly successful in figuring some things out through life mapping, um, through some of the attachment styles that we've learned about here, um, some of the Enneagram stuff and how that all ties in together. That stuff's been really helpful to me in just identifying some behavior patterns. Uh, and things that I was caught up in a cycle of living. Um, I've developed some really deep relationships here this time. And I'm trying not to compare this to my last journey because it's a completely separate journey. Um, I'm doing this for myself and for the Lord, but I really owe it to my family to stick it out and see it through uh, to completion this time and somehow week to week I get reminded about what a mess I was when I first came in here um, and that's a person I don't ever want to be again when I came in this time I was so broken and so physically destroyed that I really wish that I would have been dead, that I wouldn't have made it in here. Uh, it took me about nine days before I could get up and walk around. In fact, I remember Rob coming up to me one day and he said, How are you doing? I said, Not bad for two days. And he said, Buddy, you've been here for eight days. So, thankfully, um, glory to God, I was able to fight through that. And I'm still here, I'm still growing and learning. Um, 
staple verse of mine that I wanted to share with you guys is Paul's prayer to the Colossians in uh, chapter 1. He said, I pray that you would grow in the knowledge of the will of God and bear good fruit. So that's something that I have to, to self-check week to week as I go through this and just ask, am I growing in the will of God and the knowledge of God? And am I bearing good fruit? So, just like Paul calls us to examine ourselves and check ourselves, that's something I think that's really important and that's, uh, I've been able to, to gain from this process this time around. So, hopefully this resonates with some of you and, uh, you guys ever want to talk i'm always here i'll see you guys at solvent in third phase love you